Welcome back to the Chronicles of the Teenage Brain. I am your host, Grace Scotto, and welcome back to another episode. I am so excited for this week's episode. As you can tell by the title, which is Pumpkin Spice and Everything Nice, I am going to be talking about my fall favorites and just stuff that I'm really looking forward to this autumn season because it is my favorite time of the year. And I just wanted to let you guys know for the rest of the month of October, I have really fun spooky season episode themes planned for you guys switching things up and I'm so excited to share them. But before we hop into everything, I'm going to do my little spiel that I do in the beginning of every episode. And if you're new here, go listen to my past episodes. It's always a good time. I guess a life update. Last week, I told you guys that I was feeling a little sick. And I was talking about how I've been really using my crystal malachite to help me and keep me healthy. And I guess I just didn't manifest that well because I actually got COVID. Um... I tested positive Saturday and then I quarantined for, you know, the amount of time and then I went back to school and I tested negative and wore a mask and everything, took precautions. But yeah, it was funny too because in that episode I was like, I tested and I don't have COVID, I'm negative and then I got it. So I was like, ooh, bad karma, I guess. But it was definitely a challenge and especially for my OCD. What's funny is that my friend actually got at the same time that I did and she was telling me like, Grace, if this were to happen to you in like the fifth grade or when you were a lot younger and when your OCD was more prominent and like you were struggling a ton with it, you would have died. It would have been the end of the world. And I totally agree. I have seriously come so far and as weird as it may sound, getting COVID helped me recognize that because I was pretty calm. I mean, when I first found out, I was freaking out and I was panicking and almost hyperventilated, but I'm okay and I survived. And I'm kind of glad that I got that insight in a way, although obviously nobody wants COVID, but it's just crazy to think of all of the progress I've made when dealing with obsessive compulsive disorder because mental illness, in a sense, is something that kind of sticks with you. And you know, you can't just beat depression or you can't just beat anxiety. It's something that stays with you forever. It's just you have to learn how to cope with it. And yeah, I just kind of thought that was like a weird milestone. But I dealt with COVID and luckily we had a long weekend, so I didn't miss school. And then let's see, I'm trying to think of things that have happened this week in particular. I've had so many tests and quizzes this week. It's just been super stressful recently. Um, tomorrow morning, actually, I'm recording this at 9.30 p.m. on a Friday night, but technically it's a school night for me because tomorrow morning I have to get up and go take a PSAT, a practice SAT test at 7.45 in the morning. I have to get up at like 6 to get ready and make it on time, and I'm just really, really dreading it. But tonight, I'm, the reason why I'm recording so late is because tonight my friend and I went to Olive Garden for dinner. I know everyone hates on it, but I just was really, I needed a breadstick to get me through the rest of my day. And then we went to a real authentic Italian bakery, not at Olive Garden. And I got cannolis and stuff. But yeah, I got home late and now I'm recording this podcast at 930. But we are here and we are persevering. And yeah, um, I also tomorrow night, 
I am going on a haunted hayride. I go on them every single year. It's the same thing, and I am going to talk about it more later in the episode, so stay tuned. For the book of the week, I am almost finished with Delirium. I still haven't finished it yet. I know I told you guys that I would be done by the time the next episode rolled around, but I still haven't finished it. I've just been so busy, but I am almost done with it, and... I won't keep you guys waiting. Um, The next book I am going to be reading is Without Merit by Colleen Hoover. I am so excited because, as you know, she's one of my favorite authors and her work is just like, her words are so powerful, but I'm pre-gaming because next Friday, a week from today, her new book, It Starts With Us, comes out and I couldn't be more excited. It is probably my most anticipated book of the year and I cannot wait. So yeah, those are my little book updates of the week. So finishing Delirium and starting without merit. And then I'm going to be reading It Starts With Us, but we'll get to that later. My last episode, I talked about acne and dealing with it and accepting it, gaining confidence, things like that. And I told you, if you haven't listened already, go listen, check it out. It was a really good episode, super interesting and relevant. But I talked about how I was going to see a new dermatologist this week. And I did. I went yesterday, and from what I can already tell by just this short visit that I had, it was so much better than my experience at another dermatologist's place that I talked about in my last episode. Um, It was a super bougie place when we walked in. It was, like, very, very decked out. Everyone was super nice, and they just, like, gave me the time of day. I'm actually starting like medicine, like just medication, a pill to go on for my acne because most of it's very hormonal. And I told you guys I would update you. A lot of you were actually interested, but I just wanted to share. Please remember though, like you don't have to be, if you have acne or someone who struggles with it, you shouldn't feel obligated to get rid of it or cover it up. You know, it's like my body, my choice. If you don't want to, that's totally fine. Like I'm not sitting here telling you if you have acne to go to a bougie dermatologist and get medicine like that's not at all what I'm saying but just like take care of yourself and make changes that will feel good for you and you know don't do it for anyone else or society standards because that's bs anyways so yeah that's my little update there but there really isn't that much to talk about this intro I am just genuinely so excited to get into the main topic and I have been hyped for this week's episode I just have not been able to like sleep over it. I'm so excited. But before we dive in, I'm going to share the quote of the week. Which is, I'd like to take a deep breath. Guys, this is a longer quote than normal. So inhale, exhale. (laughs) Okay, let me read it. It is, the beginning of love is to let those we love be perfectly themselves and not twist them to fit our own image. Otherwise, we love only the reflection of ourselves we find in them. This is by Thomas Merton, and this quote, when it says, like, the term love, I'm not just talking about, like, a romantic relationship. This can also, like, apply to friendships, relationships with family members, and just, like, bonds that we make, you know, in our everyday lives. I just think this is so important, and this really caught my eye. I didn't have a quote for this week. Like, I was planning this episode, and I was like, yeah, I don't really know. I'm going to have to look on Pinterest or something. Like, I'm not sure. And... I found this one and I was like, wait, this is perfect. And I I really like the message that this is, you know, getting through. And 
I completely agree. It's so easy to expect so much from others and we put people on pedestals and we kind of build up this image in our head of what they're supposed to be like and how they're supposed to act. But that's not true and that's not fair for us to judge. And even though you may be sitting here like, oh, like I've never done that. I'm sure you have. I'm guilty of it. It's actually more common than we think. And we do a lot of stuff to fit our own image. Sometimes that we we have to accept, you know, everyone is different. Everyone has a flaw. Like some of my best friends do things that annoy me, like completely honest. I'm sure if you're in a relationship, maybe your boyfriend or your girlfriend does things that kind of bug you sometimes. Like no one's perfect and we can't put people on these pedestals. I kind of think of it like society as well. Society does that with us as human beings where they have this perfect image of how we should look and how we should dress and act. And I just think that's super important because then you just end up kind of dealing with your own reflection in that relationship because you have these standards and you have these perceptions. So yeah, that was a quote of the week. Definitely a little juicier than normal. Hopefully you liked it and hopefully it made sense when I explain. I always worry that what I'm saying like makes no sense at all, but I think it's time to talk about our main topic. I'm so excited. So the main idea of this episode is I'm going to be explaining my fall favorites because autumn is my favorite season and I just thought this would be super fun to do. So I am going to play a little game right now. I saw this. It's a trend on TikTok. I am going to be talking about what's in versus what's out this fall season. So things that I think are like in and everyone should partake in and other things that I'm like, ew, like we can get rid of this. Please, 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 please keep in mind that this is my opinion. First of all, this is all opinion based. This is not like facts. If I say something in the out category that you like, don't go and throw it out. Don't get pissed at me and be like, oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. She's just a bitch, like blah, blah, blah. This is just opinion-based, and I saw this on TikTok, and I thought it would be fun, and I think it's like a good segue into favorites in fall. So, recently, some things that I think are in and should stay. Number one, Ice Chives with Pumpkin Spice, the song Dark Red by Steve Lacey. Three, any type of loafers especially the Doc Martin ones. That's kind of biased. I'm not even going to lie. Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez. Disney Channel, especially the Disney Channel Halloween episodes. Those are perfect. 10 out of 10. Cream colored sweaters, cats, books and reading, Gilmore Girls, Converse, Harry Potter, the books and the movies, Pinterest, Vintage, whether it's clothes, accessories, decor, whatever. Chia seeds, Bella Hadid, mixed metals, thriller movies, almond-shaped acrylics, American Horror Story, the show, pumpkin chocolate chip muffins, and Trader Joe's. That is what I think is in right now, and I think we should keep it in. Now, I am going to say some things that I think we need to give the boot, and we just need to get rid of. This might be controversial. Remember, this is all opinion-based. So some things that are out, in my opinion, are Y2K fashion, not a fan. Number two, skinny jeans. Three, 
is the Dior lip oil, which I might get attacked for this one. I think it's a waste of money. It's really expensive and I don't think it's anything that crazy. Um, a really good dupe is the Fenty Beauty lip gloss. I love that so much more. Math. Ew. The government. Like Roe v. Wade and not having gun control. That's an ick. <laughs> Six is Lululemon fanny packs. Seven is coffin-shaped acrylics. I've never liked them. I used to do them all the time in freshman year, and now I look back and I'm like, ew, almond shape is so much more mature and the way to go. Fast fashion, diet culture, Snapchat, jealousy, mullets. I'm sorry. They are so bad. They're so bad. That's like the worst hairstyle. Bras, my female listeners, like, Nobody wants to wear a bra. They're so uncomfortable. Vaping, low-rise anything. I just can't get on that trend. And biology, because science and math just aren't the vibe this year. So yeah, those are what I think is in and what's out for this season currently. But let's break it down even further, and I am going to be giving you my fall recommendations for 2022. Starting off with fall music. This is so important. Our musical tastes scientifically do change through the seasons. The weather can affect our mood and this influences what we listen to. Music creates social cohesion and it speaks to all when words can fail. And wherever you go in the world, music is always understood. In addition, music is a universal gift and its power allows others to gain connection without question it's an art in the form of human interaction. So, like, what more do you need to hear? Music is music, and I I just literally couldn't imagine living on this planet without it, especially some good fall jams. So, the best fall bangers are anything by Taylor Swift, but my favorite fall songs are All Too Well, 10-Minute Version, Taylor's Version, Mirrorball and Cardigan, and those two are from the Folklore album. Controversial statement number two, a lot of them this episode. Folklore is one of my favorite albums by Taylor Swift. I love Speak Now, um, and I don't know, I just, I love them all, but Folklore is, like, really up there, guys. Like, I love that album. So, yeah, those are my, like, top fall Taylor Swift songs, but really you could put on any Taylor Swift any time of the year and I will be going full on karaoke mode. Another good fall song is Season of the Witch by Lana Del Rey, which was the little intro theme to this episode. I thought it would be fun. I don't know if it was cringy or bad, but I liked it and I'm keeping it for my spooky season episodes. Sweater Weather by The Neighborhood from the Dining Table by Harry Styles. I don't know what it is, but that song has the most cozy fall Thanksgiving-y feel, and I love it. I love Harry Styles. Oh, my gosh. Dark Red by Steve Lacey, like I mentioned before. Apocalypse by Cigarettes After Sex. Literally love their music. Cannot tell you. I am obsessed. Eleanor Rigby by The Beatles. Satellite by Midnight Sister. Cigarettes Out the Window by TV Girl. Lots of name titles with cigarettes in them. Oh, Children by Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. This is actually, this song was in Harry Potter. If you know, 
It was in one of the Deathly Hollow movies when Hermione and Harry dance, and it's the best fall song ever. Also, a good thing is you can just like put on like any song by Fleetwood Mac. I wrote that down. That those literally any of those songs are bangers, especially for fall. The chain, I know it's very popular and everyone loves it, but it is one of my favorites. I can't even lie. Divine Life Society by Jesse Gallagher, Fade Into You by Mazzy Starr, Rosalind by Bon Iver, and Yellow by Coldplay. I will attach my Spotify. It's actually just grace.scotto20 on Spotify. If you're curious, that's my tag. Obviously, you're listening to my podcast right now, which is different, but like my personal account where I listen to music, that's the account name, if you're curious. Um, I have so many more fall songs, but my playlists tend to be like 28 hours long. I'm, I swear to God, I'm not even lying to you. Like they are ridiculously long. So I didn't want to sit here listing for hours on end, but those are just some of the main, main songs that you just need to be listening to. Moving on to fall foods and drinks. My dad makes homemade apple pie and you guys I am not even lying when I tell you it is the best thing. I would much rather have this pie over any birthday cake any year. Like, I am obsessed. He spent a couple of the past years, like, perfecting his recipe, and it is amazing. I am not lying, and I am not over-exaggerating. I am being fully honest with you right now. Last Thanksgiving, I ate five slices. I swear to you, five big slices of this apple pie. Apple pie is my number one favorite fall food. It is the best pie. I don't care what you say. That is fully my opinion. I don't even think it's an opinion. It's a fact. (laughs) Another great thing to have during the fall is soup. My favorites are beef stew, chicken noodle, and corn chowder. Pumpkin pie is another good one. It's a classic, but apple is just the way to go. You guys might think I'm weird for saying this, but I really love squash and like sweet potato. They are so good. I will just like my mom will just make me a baked, but like a baked sweet potato and I'll just eat that like with a fork. Like it's really good. Lattes and pumpkin spice to be specific. I love coffee and I just think Starbucks around the fall and Christmas times. It's just like you can't get any better than that. Warm apple cider. I've always loved apple cider. And I don't know, like over the past two years, I've just fell in love with it warm. And for some reason, I cannot drink it cold anymore. I have to warm it up and I have to add like a cinnamon stick in it. Super like particular about it. I don't know what it is. I just really love warm apple cider. Cinnamon buns. When I think of the perfect fall morning, I think of waking up on a nice like kind of foggy Sunday and having cinnamon buns in your PJs tell me that isn't like the best vibe ever. And another thing is Trader Joe's has a mix, a baking mix, and they are blondie bars or cinnamon blondie bars. And I made them a couple weeks ago and I didn't really know what it was going to come out like, what it would taste like. But I swear to you, they were delicious. It comes with this glaze that you drizzle over them and they're just cinnamony and chewy and delicious. Seriously, I highly recommend going to your nearest Trader Joe's and getting the mix because it is phenomenal. And this Starbucks drink is the last thing that I'm going to recommend. 
I tried this a while ago. I saw it on TikTok and I was like, yeah, like I'll give it a shot. And when I tell you it was one of the best drinks I've ever had from Starbucks, I am not joking. And it's now my go-to Starbucks drink, which is a venti brown sugar chai latte with oat milk and pumpkin foam. It is heaven in your mouth. All right, next, another important fall factor is movies and shows because who doesn't love getting cozy on the couch and watching a good movie? So my favorite fall movies are Twilight. As you know, I'm a sucker for those movies. Literally will watch all of them. I've pulled marathons before and like pulled all-nighters. I, this is so weird. Obviously, like I'm team Edward, not team Jacob. I literally cannot stand him. (laughs) But my favorite movie is New Moon, which people are like shocked because that's the one Edward is in the least. I don't know why, but I'm pretty sure it's because of the fall vibes in the soundtrack. It's just iconic. Harry Potter Any of them will do, but if you're really looking to get in that fall Halloween mood, I highly recommend The Philosopher's Stone. A new movie that just came out, it's not even like out yet, it's still in theaters, is Don't Worry Darling. It's a thriller. I seriously loved it so much. It was spooky and just kind of fit that creepy vibe. My favorite movie, and I've talked about it so much on the podcast, you guys are so sick of it, but it's the 2019 Little Women version. It has fall themes and seasons, beautiful cinematography capturing the changes in the colors, soundtrack is everything. It's a perfect period piece for fall. If you are more into binging shows, I recommend watching The Vampire Diaries, but specifically the first season because it takes place around Halloween and it's spooky and creepy. I seriously The Vampire Diaries is my number one favorite show ever in the whole world. I am Team Damon. I love it. It is just the best. If you want another thriller movie, I'm not the type of person who's into like the bloody gory horror stuff. Like I'm just not into that. But I do like a good like psychological thriller every once in a while. And besides Don't Worry Darling, Black Swan with Natalie Portman is such a good one. It is so creepy, but I just loved it. I thought it was really good. Next is Lady Bird with Saoirse Ronan. That is just another iconic one. It talks about, you know, like coming of age and dealing with like mother and daughter struggles and just, I don't know. I think it fits the vibe and I really like it. I have to stop saying vibe. I have to find another word besides that. Oh my God. Okay. Moving on to the next show is Gossip Girl. And when I say Gossip Girl, I recommend finding the fall episodes my favorite episodes in that show is when it takes place in November and October around like Halloween and Thanksgiving and if you look literally some of your most favorite shows regardless of what they are will have certain you know episodes set in fall and I highly recommend finding them because it is really good to watch and it fits the aesthetic. Next is American Horror Story. If you want more of that spooky vibe, I, when I was sick with COVID, I watched the first season. Let me tell you, there is some very, very, very mature topics in there. Like it is, some of it's kind of unsettling to watch. I watched the first season and I probably won't watch the second one just because it's a little too much for me. 
But I did think it was a really good spooky show. And I'm not into horror. And it was just a little like off keltering, but it wasn't like horrifying. I don't know. A lot of people love it and it might be something you'll like for the season. And another movie I want to recommend, but there is definitely a big trigger warning. Please look at the trigger warnings and what the content is in this movie before watching it because I don't want to recommend something and then you guys get triggered and traumatized. But it's Girl Interrupted, which is about a mental health facility and there are topics of self-harm and suicide and stuff like that. But it has such a great cast and I really, really recommend watching because it is crazy and the acting is phenomenal switching gears to something more lighthearted is the nightmare before christmas i have watched this ever since i was little it's such a good movie my all-time favorite my personal favorite and this is also my favorite christmas movie because there's like two of them but it's the charlie brown halloween special i love them i'm a sucker for charlie brown my absolute favorite movies I love when he goes trick-or-treating and he gets rocks and when they go bobbing for apples at the party. You just have to watch it because it is the cutest thing. I will never be too old for it. The best cartoon. The movie Coraline, that is well-loved. It's not my favorite, even though I know I told you guys this is like things I'm recommending, but it is definitely very popular and a lot of my friends told me to put it on the list. And last but certainly not least, I think this may just be one of the most iconic fall-themed shows of them all, but Gilmore Girls, I absolutely love this show. I watched it a long time ago and became obsessed, and now I binge it whenever I feel the need to. It is seriously amazing. Now, let's get into maybe one of the most, like, anticipated topics in this episode is fall fashion. Number one, sweaters. That's the first priority here. Sweaters, sweaters, sweaters. I have two pairs of sweaters that I have been obsessed with. Cream sweaters are in right now, but I am someone who's like easily influenced. If I see something cute online or on TikTok, I will most likely go and buy it. One of the characters, unironically, in American Horror Story has this green and black sweater that everyone loves and I got it from Brandy Melville and it is so comfortable I wear it all the time it's the Tate sweater google it you'll find it it's my favorite and another one is actually one of my grandpa's old sweaters that he used to wear in college and it's super worn in and comfy and it just has like sentimental value value and I love it but One of my favorite things to do in the fall is go like to outdoor flea markets and go thrifting and get sweaters that are a little worn in because they feel warm and comfortable. Loafers are probably one of the most sexiest shoes you can have for fall. I love my Doc Martin loafers and I think that's all I got, just loafers. Jeans, of course, are perfect for any season, but I think just whole jeans not ripped or anything are just really really good for fall turtlenecks turtlenecks is a good one because you can wear these on their own but also for layering i love layering them under leather jackets and under my sweaters i wore one of these today but beanies i think a good hat or a beanie not only can hide your greasy hair but can just complete any outfit i seriously got so many compliments today and i think it made my outfit 10 times better 
I have the brown Carhartt beanie and I seriously love it. Another good one is scarves and I also added gold jewelry. I think this is a great way to add layering and add a hint of like accessories into your outfit without going overboard or doing too much. Converse are a perfect shoe all the time. I got a pair of red Converse for fall and they make me so happy when I wear them and the leaves are falling and it's a little chilly. Mine are high tops. Seriously, they're just perfect. You can never go wrong with a pair of Converse. This, I actually recently discovered, might be my new favorite thing. And it's wearing tights and like a skirt as a fall outfit. So like my go-to fall outfit would be black tights, some sort of skirt, typically a black one with my loafers and an oversized sweater on top. That right there is like my go-to fashion statement. I could wear it every day. I was really trying, and I still am, trying to like in-channel my inner Rory Gilmore this fall and get that aesthetic vibe. I try my hardest. Maybe I just look stupid, but whatever. As long as you're happy. I love the combo so much. Now, this next thing I'm going to talk about, I don't actually own them, but I am going to be investing in a pair soon. I am going to get one. I'm literally, I just have to commit and buy them. I'm so excited, but they're the Birkenstock Boston Clogs. Emma Chamberlain first started wearing them and everyone was like, these are ugly. They're hideous. Ew. Like, what are we doing? And recently this year, I don't know what it was, but they have exploded. They're sold out everywhere, but I just love the way they look, especially with like a good hearty Levi jeans. They're adorable and I'm definitely going to be ordering a pair soon and maybe the ones with like the fuzz inside of them so my feet stay warm. And then some more accessory and layering type of things. Obviously rings. I love them all around the year. But around fall, it's fun to get like chunky jewelry. I have some like green crystally rings that kind of give off witch vibes. And they're just super fun to stack and layer. But also fingerless gloves. These are perfect for doing outdoor activities and still needing to like use your hands. Especially like if you're going on your phone or whatever. And they kind of look kind of like snazzy too. I just think it's kind of a good add-on to make your outfit look kind of, I don't know, like just kind of out of the box and like definitely like fits that fall bundled up type of feeling. So yeah, I think those are mainly most of the fashion type of things that I have. Just a lot of layering, a lot, a lot of jeans and sweaters and polyester and all of that good stuff. It wouldn't be a podcast episode if I didn't talk about crystals. So these are the best fall crystals to bring your inner witch out. These are for my bitches and my witches. (laughs) I told my mom I needed to say that at least once in this episode and I'm glad it's over now. We don't have to hear it again. So my first crystal recommendation for fall is obsidian. This is a dark and moody stone that is excellent for clearing, cord cutting, and even a little shadow work if you want to be spooky. But it's definitely a great way of decluttering your mind and staying connected. Another one is labradorite. This is kind of like 
a candle flame or fire looking crystal and this can give you sparks of insight light and intuition petrified wood this is so popular and i heard this on another podcast actually i was listening to the sister call and she was talking about their trip to salem which by the way i'm trying to convince my parents to take me to salem massachusetts next year so i can go to where the salem witch trials were Besides the point, she was talking about how she got petrified wood. And I did some more research into it. And it is seriously such a cool crystal. Wait, I'm going to Google it right now. Petrif- petrified wood. I don't know if you can hear me typing. But literally, I don't, you just have to Google it. But it's like a wood, a piece of, it looks like a piece of wood, but it's a crystal. And you can get it tumbled or you can just get it raw. And I think it's the coolest thing ever. Like it looks really, really pretty and it has a lot of good healing properties that allow calmness and feeling secure. And then obviously smoky quartz and quartz in general is a great grounding and master healer and protector, but you can also buy certain crystal manufacturers you can get real crystals that are in the shapes of skulls and i think they're so cute and i just think they fit the spooky season theme perfectly and another thing if you guys want to decorate some of my favorite details to add are candles that has to be my number one thing if you want candles that are scented my favorite scent is pumpkin apple which you can get at bath and body works Bath and Body Works. I don't know why it sounded weird coming out. (laughs) It is my favorite candle. I have it lit right now. It is like the definition of fall for me. Like I smell this candle and my mind immediately thinks fall. It's perfect. Throw pillows is another good one. Crystals around your room are perfect. And also real pumpkins. I love decorating my room with like real objects that aren't like fake plastic things like I love real pumpkins like sprinkling leaves around like super cute and then also decorating your room or your house with items from movies or shows that you like that embrace the fall theme because it's kind of a cool way to show your interest too but the biggest important thing to remember is not to get those tacky like live laugh love signs They need to be aesthetic and they need to be what makes you feel comfortable during the spooky season and what brings out your like inner Halloween. Like that's what it's going for. And you don't have to buy things that are like tacky fonts that are like really basic. So transitioning away from decor to books, books to read throughout the fall. These I some of these I actually haven't read and others I have. So you're just going to have to trust me on this one and trust Book Talk on this one because they're coming through too. This one I have read and it's my absolute favorite series in the world and it's the Good Girl's Guide to Murder series by Holly Jackson. There's three books in the series, Good Girl's Guide to Murder, Good Girl, Bad Blood, and this third one is As Good as Dead. It's seriously the most like on the edge of my seat can't stop reading type of book and I just think it's like really good to read in the fall I don't know it's like murder mystery spooky kind of theme and I think there's no better time to read it than the fall Layla by Colleen Hoover 
This is a ghost story. So if you do like the supernatural, this one's for you. This is from Book Talk and it is on my TBR. I'm planning on reading it soon. It's The Secret History by Donna Tart. It's pretty self-explanatory. It just sounds like fall. Like it just sounds good. 1984 by George Orwell. Before the coffee gets cold. My Policeman. The Book Thief. Those are some books that I had found on TikTok, BookTok, and just like different recommendations from friends, but I've heard they've all given off some sort of fall vibe, and those are actually all on my TBR as well, so hopefully I will get to reading them soon. And my last book recommendation is Verity by Colleen Hoover. It is another thriller by her, super creepy, probably one of her most popular books. But I'm going to also share some reasons as to why you should get into reading in the fall. If you're someone listening who doesn't like to read, I'm going to tell you why you should. Tell you why you should. Okay. Number one, it's getting cozy. As temperatures start to drop, you can dim the lights and read by the candlelight, preferably while wearing a knitted sweater and socks. But we'll just look like we're walking book talk videos and like aesthetic like that's what everyone wants it is the most beautiful season fall with all of its beautiful colors literally looks like a scene straight out of a book gazing out at a stunning fall landscape you feel like you've fallen right through the pages into one of your books like that's perfect there are also so many book releases in fall a lot of the biggest book releases happen in the fall And you better dig in and get those vouchers because you're going to need them. Hint, hint, it starts with us, comes out the 21st. There are also books that you maybe didn't get to during the summer that you maybe never got to read or you were distracted. So now you can read them and you might have more time to do so. And my last reason to pick up reading in the fall is the fact that autumn drinks pair well with books. Is there anything more heavenly than reading a book while sipping on a pumpkin spice latte? No, there's not. So yeah, that's hopefully that convinced you. But I am also going to share some fun fall activities to participate in. Number one is going on a haunted hayride. And I talked about this in the beginning. Tomorrow I'm going on a haunted hayride with my friend and my mom and her mom. We are very close family friends. I've known them for years. I love this place that um, we go on for haunted hay rides. I go every year, but basically I'm not going to say where because I don't want to give my like location and get stalked or something, but you get your ticket obviously and you pay and then you're waiting for your certain hay ride to come and get you. And while you're waiting, there's haunted houses to walk through And like vendors of food and just fried dough and caramel apples. It's perfect. And every year they have different themes when you're on the actual ride. They've had zombie ones, The Purge. Freddy Krueger came up to me last year, like super fun. And all of the people like jump on the like wagon too and like scream at you from behind and like get you from behind. So it's like really fun and you're always like anticipating something to happen. And they have really cool special effects. Like, these people go all out. Then the hayride actually stops in the middle. And we have to walk through a clown tent 
where they're like hitting things with bats and they're like crazy clowns just coming at you and it's so freaky it's so much fun and it's so scary to walk through it's literally the best and then you get back on the hayride and it takes you to the grand finale which is of course a corn maze where people jump out at you and at the very end you get chased out into the parking lot by a man with a chainsaw like that is the perfect thing to do what more could you want (laughs) that sounds like the most amazing experience i really don't like that like i don't like scary things i don't like upsetting myself like that but it's seriously so much fun i don't know how my mom's gonna be tomorrow i feel like she's gonna i don't know hopefully she doesn't chicken out but so much fun so if you can get the chance to go to a haunted house or a hayride please do they're so much fun and then go to a corn maze is another thing i have on my list maybe not with a axe murdering maniac maybe just to go and explore with your friends in a peaceful environment. Another thing which my family loves to do is going on fall hikes. In the next couple of weeks, we actually plan on going on a hike around the gorges in the city where I live, and we can go see all of the colors and all the trees from above and see everything, and I'm so excited. It's my favorite time. I love seeing the colors like when I get up for school and it's six in the morning and I have to leave and I'm driving to school and I'm exhausted. The only thing that gets me through is seeing the beautiful fall leaves and the trees and the scenery. Another fun recommendation is visiting a pumpkin patch and carving pumpkins. That is such a fun festivity and I've done it since I was little. Over the past couple of years, I've actually painted pumpkins and we still have them to this day. I don't know what happened i think the paint might have preserved them but they're like perfectly fine thrifting and visiting vintage bookstores i love to shop in the fall i mean when do i not like to shop that's the real question but it something about it feels good when it's like kind of raining out and you're in your cute fall outfit it's just like so peaceful Something that I've also been getting into recently is studying at a coffee shop. Getting my latte while doing homework makes it a little bit more bearable, especially when it's the fall. When it's the fall. When we're in fall. There we go. (laughs) Make it make sense. All right. Another thing that you can do for a fun activity is baking. And I already gave some suggestions on what you can make. Maybe some cinnamon buns or some blondie bars. And lastly, another great activity, if the weather is too cold for you or you're not an outdoorsy person, is visiting a museum. This can be a great way to get into a cute fall outfit, like it's your perfect excuse, and go look at artwork. It is seriously so much fun. And last but certainly not least, before we end this episode, I am giving the perfect self-care guide for October. Number one, light a candle. Set the mood, set the ambiance, relax. Set goals for yourself too. I think in fall and summer, they're obviously two very different things. And especially as fall is a little bit more busier with school and work, you have kind of a different, you know, horizon. Like your perspective and what you're going through is different at that time. You know, we're constantly evolving and changing. So setting goals can be a really great thing. And maybe even write some out before... November, because I know October, before we know it, will be coming to an end. Enjoy the quiet moments and the peaceful ones. Bake with friends. Get into your comfiest flannel pajamas. 
Everyone needs a pair of flannel pajamas. That's the rules. I don't make them. Prioritize your sleep, especially if you are a student like me who is busy. I know how easy it is to want to stay up and watch Twilight or just stay up on TikTok, but go to sleep. I'm telling you right now, it's so important. Journal, declutter your wardrobe and maybe go shopping. Use that as an excuse. Paint some pottery. There are actually a lot of places around where I live where you can go paint. I love doing that. It is so much fun. I have done it a couple times with my friends. The last thing I painted was a little teacup set. So it's a lot of fun and a great way to be creative. Donate something you don't use. Moisturize your skin. And most importantly, take care of yourself and celebrate fall. It is seriously such a fun time. And I know, especially as a student, it can be discouraging and hard to find good moments when in school or dealing with stress. But I promise you they're there. And hopefully you can take some of these recommendations and have an aesthetic, fun fall with your friends and family. But I hope you guys liked this episode. It was so much fun to record and I just love talking about this stuff. Fall is my favorite time of the year. I have so many more fun fall and festive episodes coming out soon. So stay tuned. Next week is going to be crazy. So download my episodes and turn on notifications so you know when I upload. And I will see you all next week. Bye.